G'day. I'm Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Farrelly. I'm Alice Zhao. And I'm Curtis Herbert. And this is Independence, a show where we talk about our efforts, and efforts they are, to make a living and uh, survive on the App Store and doing mobile stuff and web stuff and anything really that will help us to you know make a living and stay alive. That's usually a good good thing. Yeah. And most importantly, how all that makes us feel. <laughs> yeah. The feelings. <laughs> how are you feeling today, Jelly? Yeah. Oh, I have so many feels. There are so many. And uh, I think we're actually going to go into one of them. Let's talk. Pull up a couch. <laughs> My couch is on delivery. It'll be here in a month and a half, so I don't have to use your so couch. So I might have to stand for a little while? Okay. Yeah. Look, it's been a little while since we've recorded together because of the last episode, which uh, was was excellent, by the way. But uh, in that kind of time frame, I've 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 had some feelings, and in particular, there was a response to one of the recent episodes that we had that kind of hit a bit close to home because it was like it hit on my sense of like worrying about failing and worrying about everything falling over, and. At the time that I saw that and kind of everything, uh, I'd, I've been feeling that a bit lately. I've been feeling it a bit. So I, I kind of got this idea in my head of talking about failure and what failure is to indep- indies, to people who do stuff independently. Because look, if there's one thing that I've had to deal with constantly throughout my indie career, it's... It's a feeling of, oh, God, oh, dear God, this is all going to go down in flames. Mm-hmm. So I just I just want to talk about that for a second. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah, a common thread amongst it. indies. You're, you're pretty much just treading water. <sighs> I, I want to know the magical point at which it stops feeling like treading water and more like, hey, look, this is sustainable and I'm going to make it. Because you're, <laughs> you're always, you feel like failure is one step away. It, it's right there just yeah. waiting to knock at your door. There's a comic, actually, that like... I think it's about like anxiety or something, but there's a comic of like that I, I've seen on on Twitter. And I couldn't find it anywhere of like a little person trying to do his thing and this kind of looming sense of like this looming kind of large thing which has like anxiety written across it. And I feel like rephrase that as like as failure, and that is 100% what I feel. It's like if I turn around, yeah. it's right there. Like it's behind it's like the me right now. Yeah. So first up, I think we need to actually delve into like what what even is failure? Because what failure is for me and like the stuff that I'm concerned about might not necessarily be the same things that you two are concerned about and other people are concerned about. So but I think between the three of us we can probably get a good sense of like <laughs> where everybody is. By our failures combined, we are <laughs> we are Captain, Captain Super. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wow. So what even is what even is failure? Oh boy, I have a bullet point list. Oh boy. Yeah. I mean, I think at the highest level, I'm assuming the common thread between the three of us is failure is going to be not being able to be indie anymore. You know, go having to go yeah. back to a job job or something like that. And usually that takes the picture of our main product failing and having to find something else to work on in that regard. But for me, I don't know, like that's definitely the kind of big picture fail that I'm always worried about. Mm -hmm. But I have a lot of mini failures along the way I'm always worried about. You know, for example, this season when I ship my watch update, you know, I've talked about in the past, I shipped a bug in there or more so I'm going to throw Apple under the bus. You know, watchOS file transfer services aren't necessarily the best thing in the world. Um, And I'm cleaning up that mess. But in the end of the day, my customers were failed. And that definitely felt like a failure to me. Um, and that's one that I took very hard because I don't like shipping 
you know, data loss bugs like that. That's that's a failure in my book. Again, with what Curtis said in the like the first part of failure as an indie is just like you're not making enough, right? I'm lucky in that I do have a sugar daddy. No, I don't have a sugar daddy. But we're, we're doing okay. We're doing okay. Is he available? For you? I could use a sugar be. daddy. <laughs> no. Mine. Um, not, not know that he's not available. Oh, I meant know that he's not a sugar daddy. Not a true one. Not a real one. He's also not um, available. Anyway. He's not available and he's not a sugar <laughs> well, daddy. So I would look elsewhere, Curtis. But uh, I think personally, because we haven't made enough to feel like it is a full-time job that's my personal failure mm. right like that we've been doing this for how long i've been yeah i feel like i've been granted this like gift of time to work on gus on the go um and it isn't where i want it to be yeah. to feel like i can breathe i can you know take a break and i, I take breaks but it's just like i, I don't feel like I, I can breathe financially Right. Or feel like I'm holding it down the fort enough, I guess. Mm. And that's so it's a personal feeling of failure. Yeah. Although I don't think the product itself, maybe the monetization, <laughs> but not not what we like put our hearts into for sure. But just like we haven't figured out the monetization part over all this time. Well, yeah, I think that's one of the bigger meta failures as indies is we are our harshest critic. So, like, I didn't ship a ton mm. of updates I wanted to ship last season because of that watchOS update. And I felt like a failure in many ways because of that, mm. because I didn't stick to my roadmap. And they were things that I knew would move the needle on my business. And, you know, technically last season was a success. You know, the numbers were great. You know, users were minus one bug, generally happy. But it still felt like a failure in some ways that I'm trying to make up for over the summer. So I, I think you're really hitting the nail on the head there that, like, I don't think it's a personal failure. That's just, you know, an indie failure. You know, we always want mm. to be further ahead than what we are in a way. Yeah. Yeah. We see that end game and we want to be there. <laughs> I also get why why it's a personal failure, right? Because I I feel a little bit of the same thing too of like mm. my wife works a full-time job aside from the fact that yeah, I'm here at home, I'm doing work, I'm like I'm working my my butt off to make things like to make things kind of uh, succeed, but you know, they they start to feel a bit like I'm being a weight on the rest of mm. like on on my wife yes, and exactly. and so I'm being a weight and that feels to me like like failure and i think you that was something that you were trying to allude to as well yes. Alice. Like, yeah. of like it's not just a failure from like a business perspective of like everything's falling over right which it is <laughs> but it's also like it's also like that failure of like i'm not doing my part in our family yes. as well yeah. so it's like yes, a, exactly. it's like a double whammy and i totally yeah. <laughs> feel that so so jelly i think the million dollar question here is what's making you feel like a failure <sighs> look i I mean, for me, it's things like it's a long-term thing and it's been brewing for a while of like putting in a lot of work. And I put in I put in a lot of work in the gift wraps, let's be honest. It's yeah. not a full-time thing because obviously I have to I, – I try and make up like the lack of success with uh, with like client work and stuff like that. But that's been going on for like, I don't know, how long has gift wrap been around? Like five years? It's been a while. And the things that I do – aren't making it that much better. And I'm so, I'm starting to realize that like my income is just it's just not where I need it to be. Mm -hmm. Like it's just not feasible. Like it's not a financially stable thing. And I can continue to pour my time into it, but on top of that, over the last maybe month or two, my negative like the ne negative feedback that I've gotten has started to pile up. 
I'm starting to get mm, quite a lot of like random one star reviews or a couple of star reviews. Some of them have even been three star reviews for for some reason. <laughs> it's like I'm going to give you a three star review, but here's why I don't like your product. Um, <laughs> Try harder, noob. <laughs> yeah, um, but this it's, it's this whole thing of like I've realized that the customer base that I have they don't want to pay for this stuff, and I've I mean I've right. already I already knew that going in like obviously i had a realization and i've mentioned before like people don't want to pay for gifts but at the same time i was starting to make it like it seemed like it was kind of just there it was just there right. and all i needed to give it was more time and i've given it so much more time and i've realized i think i've come to the realization that like it's not a thing like it's not a thing that i can make it happen so and this is part of the reason why i'm so into diversification which we've talked about on a previous episode yeah but it's a thing that kind of feels to me like a bit of a failure because I feel like it, I still feel like it's just right there. If I could just yeah. get it kind of over that hump. Find the one thing. Yeah. 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 All I need to do the is just kind of. one celebrity that talks about <laughs> gift wrap. You need like, it's just like gift wrap right now. Like you just need that one to push it over. You just need a celebrity yeah. that's just like, just the real celebrity. I just, Not I just, quite need, that. I just need something, right? Like I just need, I just need something. Like I need like, right, I, yeah. I need that magic feature that everybody wants to pay you for. You need a fireball or, or like, something. Yeah. Happen. Like yeah. I just need that, that little something that will kind of like help bring things into a new thing. And so obviously part of that is that I just like, I can't, I, I can't seem to make that work. And that is on me because I'm the person that does all of this stuff and makes the decisions. So that's failure. And that to me is feeling, that's a kind of a sense that I have and that I've had kind of building over the last few months, I think. Yeah. And that's, that's a really hard impasse to be at. You know, that's one that fortunately, you know, essentially the income level you're talking about, you know, slopes like first year of my experiment with subscriptions like it could have gone the same way it's going for you or mine just happened to get lucky and go the other way and it's like it's so hard i mean a it's good that you're kind of at the point where you're taking a step back and looking at it but then it's really hard to actually internalize that and figure out like okay now what because this mm. has been your roadmap for the past years mm-hmm. yeah. like this is what you were doing this is what you're pouring everything into and now it's kind of like uh i wasn't planning for this and that's hard, man. Yeah. It's really hard. All right. So failure is a lot of different things. And uh, we've kind of feel it in a lot of different ways. And I think especially as, as indies, like obviously we feel it both on a business level and we feel it on a personal level, which is mm-hmm. that sort of like two punch. It's first the like the, the knock, sock in the jaw and then and like then an uppercut. total uppercut. Yeah. Yep. It's just like, yeah. and then you're just <laughs> on the floor. So how does that sort of affect the decisions that you make in your product? Like- Obviously, there's a looming sense there of various different kinds of things. And if it's right behind you, it's going to affect the, the decisions that you make. So, how how does that impact those decisions? Yeah, I, I got to say, it's been, it's been like a, feels like a long year for Gus on the go mm. between trying to figure out what our next step is um, from like the whole design spam rule. And then our, now we, it feels like we have really limited time to work on it. It's just been really hard to uh, move forward and quickly. <laughs> so we took a step back and said, all right, so with stories, it felt very difficult to communicate the value of a story to and, and the vocabulary that they might learn from it. Uh, and now we're just kind of stepping back and saying, you know what, I think at the end of the day, parents just want vocabulary, even though like mm-hmm. you can learn so much more from the story. So we're stepping back to redo, kind of redo Gus 1, 
Uh, so it's all vocabulary and just expand the content. And this way we could create lessons and then use the, the framework and be able to increase our vocabulary very quickly. And so this year, I feel like that uh, efficiency has been our number one priority. Any time, type of design that we're doing and sketch has been helping a ton. Uh, or even code wise, we're just thinking efficiency. And so that's, I mean, I, I'm sure that's what people are supposed to think about all the time anyway. But I feel like that's like the biggest priority because we are limited on time and we're trying to like, well, how can we ramp up and scale up in terms of like depth of mm. vocabulary as quickly as possible? Well, it's good that you kind of got to walk away with a lesson from Gus too. Do you find yourself sh gun shy at all for things in Gus 3 because of the failure or? Uh, um, gun shy. Like I'm still very hesitant on, um, figuring out like how we're, how we're going to price this. Yeah. That still feels like I uncertain as to what the correct answer is. And we're, at the end of the day, we're still going to be experimenting with our customer base. Like we, I think the difference between Gus and perhaps um, gift wrapped is that I think there's always going to be people who want to learn languages or have their kids learn languages um, mm. forever. Right. I don't know if gifts are going to remain a thing forever. Well, <laughs> Maybe. Look, I, I don't necessarily know that it's, for me, it's not the so much that like gifts aren't going to be around forever because I mean maybe mm. they're not going to be and that's fine. Like, that's something will. But that's something that I've yeah, like. That's something that I'm like. Okay, I can handle that. If gifts stop being a thing, like yeah, that's, it'll be MP4 wrap. Like I, I've kind of <laughs> seen that before. Like I've seen that. I've kind of seen that coming. In that I like. Yeah. I. It's something that I kind of expect. Mm -hmm. But when when it's something as simple as like I just can't get over that hump, it's a whole lot like. A whole lot harder. Yeah, that's true. Gifts becoming not a thing is outside of my control. Right. Whereas, like, getting over that hump, getting over, the, getting that one magic thing into the app, that is, that is like, that's totally in my control. Even if it's like, yeah, yeah. even if it's not, it feels like it is. And yeah. so it feels like I'm failing in that way. And so I think it's somewhat similar to what you're, you're feeling, Alice, with the, mm -hmm. with that failure, because, Obviously, with the pricing of the app and with the way that stories went, like that felt like, even if it wasn't, that felt like it was in your control, and maybe it was in your control. And that I, th I feel like that's where that failure comes from. Of like, I feel like mm -hmm. I should have control over this, but yeah. like somehow I don't. Right. Like we thought we would just get like billions of downloads, and all we had to do is convert, you know, point mm -hmm. five percent. Just get that one percent. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and then so that part, like, you feel like the conversion is in your control right yeah. they're in your app and they're using it so oh, they've yeah. got to love it and then they just don't purchase so well that's <laughs> the hard thing like one of the things like i feel like i've had a lot of failures along the way you know a lot of little failures you know my initial forte into subscriptions was moneyed with one month trials and you know that should have been consumables and now i'm redesigning my consumables um with stuff i've learned but i feel like that's almost I guess one of the things that's helped me with the feeling of failure is viewing it more as an experiment. And that's been what it has been along the way, just the whole time is like just experiment after experiment. And I've been lucky enough that I haven't had to launch my app three times to do that. I'm like, you know, Gus, where you were paid and then an app <laughs> purchase and now you're kind of going right. back. You know, it's always been, you know, I was paid and now I'm subscription just mucking around mm -hmm. in there. I haven't had to redo the entire app, which has been nice. But it's it's definitely the the fear of failure has held me back a lot from that experimentation, uh, especially early on. That was something that, you know, I almost didn't want to go subscriptions because back then no apps were subscriptions. That was, you know, maybe a couple running apps and then all the content apps. 
And that that was scary. And that held me back quite a bit. More the fear of failure. Because um, it was a big bet. You know, that's kind of like Jelly, you going subscriptions. Like that's a big change and a big bet that you hope yeah. the market's going to go that direction. Mm. And if it didn't go that direction for me, that would have felt like a big failure. And I would have been in your position going like, I don't know what to do now. That mm-hmm. was supposed to work. <laughs> Magic bullet. <laughs> but it can be hard because for, for all you know, like, you know, maybe some... Eight ninety nine paid up front app is your sweet spot silver bullet. Yeah. Like that's kind of the hard part. I you, don't know. <laughs> it, it takes so much experimentation to figure out what your market is that I would caution you that like while, you know, you're feeling like a little bit of a failure right now, there are still a lot of avenues you probably haven't experimented on. And that one little hump thing can still be out there. You just have to figure it out. Yeah. I, I feel like it's, 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 it's always that though. And I think that's what's kept me going throughout the whole, like throughout this whole thing of like, okay, I feel like there's failure, like, and it's looming and it's like, it's right there. But I, I, well, I just have to get that one thing. I just have to get that one thing. Yeah. But I mean, there's other, I mean, there's other aspects to it as well. See, because gift, gift wrapped is my main thing. And aside from that, like I have some other stuff going on, but it's, I mean, it's small time. It's as far as like user base is concerned. And I think this is where it really kind of hits home for me. Gift wrapped has a decent sized user base, but yet doesn't make any money. Everything else has like a really low user base and probably could make more money <laughs> if I could build that user base. So there's that. Mm, yeah. But if gift wrap falls over, I feel, I almost feel like I don't have anything to work on. And that's probably, that's mm, probably not even true. But like, if gift wrap falls over, then like, do I, is there even any reason for me to be independent anymore? And then how am I going to resolve that? And so one of the things that I've kind of done over the last, in the last month was that I, applied for a job that i didn't get and so that, that's not happening uh but no. <laughs> I, I i talked to somebody about a job and i mean if you're gonna do that we'll just give russell back you know that right <laughs> we already found a hey, token australian for this <laughs> hey russell give us a call but look one of the things that i've like that i have always kind of held was that going back to work and changing my status from like independent to from no pants to pants <laughs> yes that's a rough transition that to me feels like failure and that's probably the yeah. most consistent thing yeah. that has felt like failure throughout my entire career like the entire mm. time as soon as something goes wrong it's like oh god what if i have to go back to work yeah and that's not just because it feels like i've failed but it also feels like when everybody else sees that i've gone back to work that's going to seem even more like failure and it's going to feel like i've like i've shown everybody look hey everybody i just failed <laughs> i failed into a job you know the way to get around that though go work for apple <laughs> well that's how all the cool kids do it. They That's say, something. oh, I'm done being indie. I've enjoyed that life for 10 years. That, now I'm working for the happens? spaceship. <laughs> yeah. But is that something that you, you two have felt? That's It's really funny that you're saying that because also I don't know if I want to admit this either. <laughs> There's so many things I don't want to tell you. No. So I've been looking for a job and it's been difficult because I was a developer before, but that's not something I want to go back into because I'm just so much happier. Yeah, you're doing, a product manager. Yeah, doing all this. Um, but I've been having trouble, A, finding the right position, and then B, not getting even like a call. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, what did I do wrong? And so like, that's, that's like my reverse failures that I, I can't even like fail into a job at the moment. <laughs> Again, super oh, employable. Oh, that's guys. Rough. Yeah. No, I, and I think yeah, like, I just, 
I've been meeting with different people who are giving me uh, all sorts of advice. So it's been really a really good experience because I'm I feel like I'm at least getting back out there and talking, but not to employers. Yeah, <laughs> feel free to cut this. Too. <laughs> I'm just no, we're keeping honest, that. Right? We're keeping that. That's great. <laughs> who wants to know this though? People who are in the same situation. I look. I. I mean, that's that's also like you're you're full of the double whammies. You've got the the whammy I of am, like I'm... I I feel like I have to get a job, and then the whammy of like I can't find a job. <laughs> That's uh, that's fun. Then you can beat me on <laughs> failure. No. My my personal thing is like I've kind of gotten past the thing of like oh god now I need to like I need to find a job so I can you know I can figure this stuff out because that's like I I I think that maybe like I I freak out a little bit when when I re- when I have these like big moments mm. and. I feel like I've gotten past that, but obviously, like, obviously, I mean, for you, for you, Alice, it's still very raw. That's, that's, <laughs> it continues to be very raw. Um, I go through phases. Sometimes it's totally fine. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I stop looking. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's just like you look over your shoulder and there's there's that you know that failure right there, and you're just like, oh, hey, Fred, hey, Fred, how you doing? <laughs> oh, how's the wife and kids today? <laughs> yeah, yeah there's a whole family back there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look, I think it's I think it's one thing that is just I mean, obviously this episode is very difficult for for the, all th- for all three of us. Probably, uh, I mean, Alice, you've shown it the most. It's definitely difficult for me. Curtis over there is like a stone. I can't re- get He's a reading like, off him. I don't oh, no, right be, now look, I have I the internally screaming. <laughs> I, no, 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 I have the internally screaming. It's just like ah, inside, right? Pretty yeah. much. Yeah, just yeah, constant yeah. I mean, as much as right now as Alice jokes, I'm failing upwards. Um, it, it's something that I'm second guessing all my moves. You know, like I said, when I went subscriptions, you know, I was worried that that might not work. And yeah. every, I'm redesigning my consumables right now. I'm worried that's going to tank my season. Um, it's, you know, that idea of, I, I guess it's a weird privilege to say, like, I am on the right track right now. And the idea of failure means I'm going to screw up that right track. Yeah. So I kind of feel this extra internal pressure that I'm putting on myself of like, not that I need to find this one thing to get me there. It's like, dude, you're living, you're, you're doing it right. Just don't screw this up. Don't screw this up. And then all of a sudden you're like, I screwed it up. <laughs> and it's like, it's scary. And I feel like there's just that extra pressure because right now I have some success behind me. And if I just didn't touch the thing, it would keep working. Fine. <laughs> yeah, just don't ever touch it. Just, <laughs> just it's can't still like rubbing my hands off of it. <laughs> I have to redesign the consumables and do all these other things. But yeah, that's where it's like, yeah, I, I guess I'm being a little quiet over here, but it's it's mostly internal screaming with a lot of self-doubt because I'm in a position where I'm, there is a good odd, I'm just going to screw it up somehow. And that's scary. Or maybe you won't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. World domination. <laughs> Which I, I would like to propose uh, while I have a platform. If I were to dominate the world, global warming would be uh, fixed because we need snow. That's uh, true. My business needs snow. So the Slopes so. Empire will guarantee snow. <laughs> Fun fact, I also read a thing the other day that suggested that the internet will actually die. So we're all <gasps> we're all screwed either Don't way. Don't touch the internet. <laughs> because the uh because something something or other about like the water levels will rise and then there's a there's a bunch of like o- like land cables that would then be submerged oh, and yeah. uh and like the tubes can't handle the water. Yeah, they're yeah. not designed for it. Uh so, fun fact. All of us are screwed. <laughs> so yeah, slopes for royal domination, twenty twenty. You'll be on the ballot. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Look, all joking aside, I think there are things that like we each do that help us to move past our fear. And I, I'm like, obviously, like 
We do. Well, I mean, clearly we've managed to make it this far. Somehow we're not listening to our, to our fear completely. <laughs> we're not. No, I, I mean, are you? Okay, are you just going. like we'll are you just crippled me. with fear? Over oh, there? Yeah, I'm internally thing? screaming all the time. <laughs> That's my mo. Right, but if you're like you're internally screaming, but you're you're somehow like getting your stuff together. So, like, how are you managing to do that then? I guess the coding silence that fears. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the moment I stop type, the moment I stop typing, that that fear just lights up. So, you, if you just keep typing, just do. Bloody fingers and all. Just keep typing and that fear just goes away. <laughs> That's one way. It's um, healthy emotional balance, folks. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's good. A healthy work-life balance at that. Yeah. Yeah. Typing into your getting fingers better with that. Follow up from four shows ago. I've been getting better with that. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I'm joking, but I don't think I really move past the fear. I think you just kind of get used to dealing with it. You know, mm-hmm. it's always going to be there. Just like uh, we talked yeah. about in an earlier episode, self-doubt. You know, that's always, that's something that's it's just persistent with the territory. And if you're owning a product or you're an indie or if you're in charge of anything where you can affect, you know, your income or other people's income or anything like that, that's, you know, you're going to have that fear. And I think the best you can do is just keep moving with it. You're not going to get rid of it. At least me, I can't get rid of it. I'm sure some people can. Maybe you two have somehow. But for me, it's just kind of like, yeah, it's there. Acknowledge it. Move on. Just don't let it get in the way. Yeah. I definitely feel like I go in phases where it freaks me out and then I'm like, okay, I better work a little faster, harder. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I think I, I mean, I enjoy planning. So like, that's what I do. Like I automatically just go back to, all right, let's relook at the next month or two and then restructure it and then Mm -hmm. see if we can work any faster. Like, so I feel like that's not a superpower, but maybe superpower. <laughs> well, no, that's how you self-soothe. Yeah, and I just, like, okay, at least I have a way of moving forward, job or not. <laughs> but <laughs> well, the goal I can is still to not keep have the going. Job. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Like, yep. So if yeah. I can just make Gus 3 work, then I'm, I don't care if I can't fail into a job. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's just like basically taking care of that one. Yeah. Two birds, one stone. <laughs> yeah, look, I, 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 th- I think you, I think you nailed it, Curtis. I don't think it's something that you solve. It's something that you kind of like. You learn to ignore so much. Like maybe that's not ignore, not like it's not repress. ignore. It's not like you acknowledge it and move on. Yeah, it's like when you're meditating. You know, you, a bad thought comes into your head, and you just kind of you don't try and bury it. You don't fight yeah. it. You just acknowledge the thought and you move on. Yeah, and I, th- I think like it's when it's the worst is when I kind of dwell on it. For me, at least, it like is when when I kind of when I allow it to fester, for yeah, for lack of a better term, like I, I allow it to be there and to like be at the forefront and be the thing that drives me. Like that's when it's at the at its worst because there's a there's you can let it like motivate you. I guess there there are there are ways that you can use your fear of failure to like motivate you to get things done. Yeah, which is fine. But like when you're doing it, when it gets to a point where it's kind of a crippling thing of like, mm. I can't move now. Like I can't make any decisions because all I'm concerned about is what's like, what's going to happen. That's when it's at its worst. And so I like the thing that what, what you're saying of like acknowledging it and then allowing it to like get kind of get, get away and to kind of focus, refocus yourself on other things is probably the best best way of dealing with that and part of that for me is taking a break for a bit Mm -hmm. and not like not the thing of like that i've mentioned on a few episodes uh of like moving to a different project but just like i decided that rather than to focus on other projects which 
I mean, they also have their kind of thing of like, will I fail at this? Will I succeed? Yeah. Like, I don't like they've got that's just more of the same. And so rather than doing that, I decided to take a client job and I've, I'm working on a client job at the moment that I've got like, and I, that, that was just, that's me kind of moving away from the thing that I feel like that I'm feeling kind of failing, that I'm failing on, kind of regrouping, getting my stuff together. And yeah, get yourself some runway. Give myself some runway. Get some like feel like I've got some cash flow happening, and then yeah. like once once I've kind of like reinvigorated myself, and I, I can go back to gift wrapped. I can go back to my other projects. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> and you'll make better decisions at the end of the day. Like I have a real big release coming up, and that's probably lending to the sense of oh, like yeah. the you know imploding doom that's on the horizon probably but there's no real there's no reason why i can't put that off like i've put it off for so long already it's already been like a year so what's another like few months while i get my stuff together and uh and you know make sure that it goes out in a positive like feel and feels positive to me so that that's that's kind of my approach as well just deep breaths is that like do we feel better after that or do you feel worse is that is this a is this a (laughs) <laughs> I mean, thanks for reminding all the internal screaming that I tried to forget over my three-day vacation. I was doing okay. I mean, yeah, I'm Way also to going on vacation Ellie. tomorrow. Look, I'm just happy to know that <laughs> I'm just happy to know that I'm not the only one that's consistently screaming internally. So you know, there's nope, that. Nope, no, it's all of us. That's part of the indie <laughs> lifestyle. You don't wear pants and you scream internally all the time. That's just yeah. What that you should do. be our second tagline: pants yeah. optional, internal screaming required. <laughs> Pretty much what you need is, you know, that meme that goes around, everything is fine with the dog and the fire, <laughs> everything burning down. Lots I mean, fire. that's pretty much it. That's yeah. that's indie lifestyle. You're just trying to slowly take a little water bucket and just like put out some of those fires. <laughs> oh, I was just having just coffee. Keep the house up. Oh, wait, I didn't, I didn't realize we were supposed to be putting out the fires. I was just having coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you would like to get in touch with us and tell us about your fear of failure and how that affects your work. Uh, or if you'd just like to commiserate with us, that'd be great. Uh, you can send us an send email. Send your hugs to Jelly. He needs send, them. Yeah. We, we could use some hugs. Uh, send them to hello at independence.fm. Uh, or you can jump onto our website, which is just independence.fm, and there's a contact form there that you can use. Or you can do it on Twitter, where we are all three on Twitter. Uh, I am Jelly Bean Soup. I'm Eat a Duck I Must. And I am Parrots, the plural of the bird. And that's all we have for you this fortnight so we will see Nobody you again in fortnight. two more weeks yes we do it's a word <laughs> it's not just a game a terrible game <laughs> that we all hate it's a word that we say it means two weeks and that's how long it will be until we are back again and until then <sighs> goodbye <laughs>